Welcome! How are you doing today? This is your host, Andre Gunter, and you're listening to the very first episode of The Foreigner Podcast. The podcast that is all about international exchange and being abroad in general. We feature content for people thinking about going abroad, who currently are abroad, or those who came back from their journey in maybe decades ago, but like to feel taken back to the good old times. But that is not where it stops. Host parents or soon-to-be host parents will find their information here too. So in conclusion, if you are in any way interested in an exchange year or living abroad, this is the podcast for you. So, first of all, after that cheesy intro, what am I going to talk about just today in this very episode? Well, first of all, I'm going to talk about myself. Because everyone likes to talk about themselves and this is my podcast and not yours. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to talk about myself so that you know who you're actually listening to and who this weird dude is talking to a microphone and why I am trying to tell you something. Second thing that we're going to be talking about is what is this podcast about? You just tuned into it and I mean the, the intro was very cheesy saying it's for everyone concerned with exchange programs but that's not that much said in a few sentences so I will have a much larger segment on that. Then just a little why am I doing this? That's gonna be merged a little bit with what is this podcast about but I think we can still find the distinctions. Then I will finally come to the actual thing of the podcast, the actual theme which would be today preparing for a year abroad. How do you prepare once you found your host family, you found your country, all the paper stuff is done, and now you're about one to two months away from going abroad? This is a thing that concerned me a lot while I was, while I was in that stage, so I think it's going to be helpful to talk about that for a while. Then I will have a segment called Quote of the Day, where I will present a quote by someone about something that is usually life. So the quote of the day doesn't really have to do with exchange program, like it doesn't have to be linked to exchange or living abroad, but it can be. And then I will, in the last segment, give a product or book advice that helped me or I can see helping other people by preparing their exchange year or thinking about it afterwards. Just the whole the whole story. So done with that. And now I'm sorry, but I have to nag. I just want to let you know that I would really appreciate a positive review on whatever medium you found my podcast on. Maybe a thumb up, a five star rating, or just a nice comment. It helps me to reach lots more of people with my program and educate more people about this beautiful, beautiful thing called exchange program. Alright, so much to that, we're set to enter the first segment. ME! Because this is a monologue here and you can hardly ask me questions, I think I will answer the important questions you might have myself. If I should not answer any one of your questions, you can always feel free to reach out to me via the comment function on the multiple mediums that I publish my podcast on or via email. That will be theforeignerpodcast at gmail.com for you. Everything small, everything together in one word. I'll repeat it. The Foreigner Podcast at gmail.com. Okay, more advertisement for myself. Now let's really talk about myself. Well, I am 16 years old currently, going on to 17, 
and I am a student. I'm still in school. Now, this is a German student telling you stuff about exchange program. What's my background? Well, I was an exchange student myself. I went to live in the USA for one year with the exchange organization of AFS. So this is where I got most of my information and first-hand experiences from, just by going through all of it myself. I'm now a volunteer at AFS. So now I help as a volunteer in AFS preparing a future exchange student. I am a liaison, so I watch out for an exchange student that is currently living in Germany. Um, so I check check in with them once a month, maybe do some stuff with them. Yeah, that's what a liaison does. But I will, I, after gathering some experience, I will have a separate podcast episode to that. A little bit more to myself apart from me being qualified to tell you about exchange programs. Well, I'm outgoing and I love to talk, which I think you can hear by a 16-year-old making an own podcast just talking to a wall. But hey, that's okay. That helped me during my exchange. And if you are, it will help you too. So, I also really love electronic music, which didn't help me in the US, since the US is very rep-dominated. But there were some people, so it helped me a lot when I was like feeling sad or some stuff, or feeling really poetic. Just put on some good electronic music. <laughs> Then also, maybe you can hear it, I like to talk English. Yes, I think English has a nice flow of the way you pronounce words and the way you move the muscles in your mouth. I prefer it over any other language I speak, which would be German or French. And then, of course, that's necessary or probably a product too of being an exchange student. Um, I love meeting people of other cultures because I think it's really interesting. We're all human. We all live on this planet. We're all we're all the same. Yet still, there are so many differences in our cultures, and we should learn about all of them. I think that's a really beautiful thing. That's why I'm trying to educate people about exchange programs, because it can further the cause. Okay, so that's it already. Wasn't that quick? Didn't hurt that much. And now you know who I am. You still don't really have a clue what this podcast is. So, here we go. I will tell you in our next segment. So, the podcast is about exchange programs and being abroad in general, as said in the introduction and like two or three times. But because you've heard it a fourth time now, let me tell you a fifth time. This podcast is about exchange programs and being abroad in general, um, as I already said. <laughs> I will try to upload one episode a week at minimum. If I feel really creative i will probably write more or do more interviews the thing is just scripting an entire episode because i can't just say everything from from scratch i have to write down a few notes at least um that takes quite some time because i still want it to be qualitatively high so i will try my best to do at least one episode a week Then I will upload my episodes on different platforms that I will all have linked in the show notes, but there are app, there are mediums or platforms like YouTube. There will be video. I will have it on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, my website, you know, the normal things. So what kind of podcast episodes am I going to be uploading? 
well, they're going to be about 30 minutes long-ish. They're either going to be solos or interviews with different people that have to do something with exchange and that can tell us, me too, and you as the listener, they can tell us helpful things. So there we go. In the future, when I ha- once I have more listeners and there will be questions, I will, of course, try to make FAQ videos. Oh, no, I mean FAQ podcast episodes. I'm too caught in this YouTube thing. Oh, God damn it. I will make FAQ episodes of my podcast talking about questions that you ask me. And once again, the email address is theforeignerpodcast at gmail.com. So... Yes, to answer your question that you probably will not have, but still I think it's right to tell you, this podcast is commercialized by an Amazon affiliate link to pay for, example, for hosting fees, power bills, food, and all that nasty stuff. So just keep in mind, I have an affiliate link, but the podcast is and will forever be free for you. I will not charge you anything to listen to my episodes. And also, I will never write any spam mail or fishy mail asking you for money to get an episode of my podcast like before the release or anything like that. That will not happen. That is scam and you should ignore these people. To get back to my affiliate link, I will always appreciate it if you bought things you would usually buy on Amazon using my affiliate link because it just helps me getting over with all the hosting fees and buying the electricity that I need, the internet, stuff like that. It just helps me. And disclaimer, the category product of the day will have the link to the product on Amazon with my link, but it is not advertisement. I do not try to tell you things that sound really good so you would give me money. Nope. I mean the things that I say and I will only name products that I'm personally convinced about and that I think will help you. They either help me or I'm really convinced that they are helping exchange students as of today. Poo! Done with all that of advertisement. So now let's go on! And after the information of what kind of podcast I'm doing, um, I want you to have a look into my personal reason and drive behind why I'm doing the podcast. So here's our next point on the daily list. Is it a list? On the top chart... The topic chart, the, I don't know, the unit chart, well, I don't know, let's just go on. Okay, okay, so, why did I decide to do a podcast like this? Well, first of all, being an exchange student is simply awesome. It was great, and I think more people should have the chance to do it, because it's amazing. I mean, I don't know if you can use another word, but you learn so many things. It just, it's such a great experience. Why not make just the idea of it available to more people? And for me, the convincing part to actually do it was to a big part YouTube diaries. I watched people that were currently in an exchange or just returned, and I watched their YouTube diaries. There are lots of accounts that do that for their family and you can watch them too and they convinced me so i think maybe i can have that effect on one or two people maybe and if i make those people try it out and have such a great experience as i had then i'm happy 
this is what drives me because I had a blast and I want other people to be as convinced and as looking forward into it as I was. So I think that if I just give you all the information you need, maybe you will be more likely to do it and then I am happy. Okay, but other than that, I when I was preparing, I had a lot of questions and they took quite some time to be answered because I watched YouTube videos, I read books, I did all that kind of stuff, I googled and I think why shouldn't I be another source of answers to those questions that you might have and maybe it's for you more comfortable to listen to my podcast on the way to school or on the way to work as a host family. So why shouldn't I be another source of answers so it won't take you that long and be that kind of resource using is that even a word is that even a thing you say well i don't know it's it's easier for you to find sources of information if i am one and just putting it all out there giving all my information laying it on the ground and you can pick it up easily so that's also what makes me want to do it and a very important thing for me that Exchange students, they further internationalism. I really believe in internationalism. I think that we as countries should work together. And so, see, children are the future of every country. I mean, how can elders be the future? Because they're going to die and the children are going to grow and then have new children. So children are the future. So why shouldn't we teach children that we can work together? By me going to the U.S., and telling them that their stereotypes about Germans might not be correct, that we not all just wear lederhosen and drink beer and eat pretzels, that we are more than that. So I think that's a very good thing to show people, because, you see, you can change the way people think, and if you can change the way that people perceive your country and your countrymen, then you can bring peace and internationalism to the world. And I think that's a thing I want to support because I think that we as a world and as a humanity will come further if we work together than if we were isolationalist and live in our own countries. Because we're all humans with different ways that we developed in our areas where we lived over a long time. We're, we're all human and we all have found ways to cope with the difficulties that we have. Now that we have globalism, those difficulties can spread. So why shouldn't we all work together to try and find ways to solve these problems that occur now in other locations than they might have occurred before? So for that reason, why shouldn't we, again, have our children grow up together, in quotation marks, to just know that there are others in them and that the others have good ideas too. So they might be more likely to ask people in other countries and other cultures for their kind of solution. And if that is a worldwide consensus, I think we're going to be at a great place. Like I personally, I have friends all over Europe and now lots of friends in the USA too. So if I have a problem with something that someone else in another country might know from their culture, I can ask them. And that's a great thing. I think that's a thing I want to support. And that's why I further the cause. I provide this podcast so this kind of education can be passed on to more and more generations of exchange students that can bring peace and internationalism to the world. To say it with the 
campaign of AFS USA Pass Peace Forward. And also, of course, as you might have heard in my very literate, I'd, I'd say, eloquent, I don't know, in my intense, rather, in my intense explanations why I want to further internationalism, well, I'm just passionate about that kind of stuff, and that's why I do the podcast. I'm really passionate about exchange in other cultures, as I said earlier, so why not doing a podcast about it? If I have knowledge, why shouldn't I present the knowledge to people that think the same way? So... If you think the same way I do, welcome to this podcast. I hope you learned something. All right, so now we're done with that, and let's dive right into the main part of today's program. After telling you what this podcast is, and why I'm doing it, and who I am, let's go to how you prepare for your departure. How do you prepare for going into another country? First of all, everything I'm saying is just advice from personal experience. I cannot, not guarantee that it will work for you the way it did for me. I'm just saying what helped me, it might help you, but I cannot guarantee it. And so let's picture the situation that you're in. You already got your host family, you know where you're going. It's gonna be two more weeks until you leave. So... How do you prepare for your departure? Well, first of all, say goodbye to your friends in your home country. I mean, you're gonna leave them for a year. So have a mindset of saying goodbye to them. But ha keep in mind that your mindset should rather be say goodbye for them and not for you. Because for me, it helped a lot. To not think, oh my god, I need to say goodbye because I will miss them so much. I just thought, ha, they will miss me. Ha, <laughs> and I'm just doing that for them. Of course, it's a very good, that sounds very arrogant. But if you think at it, it keeps your level of potential homesickness down. Because you, th you just have the mindset of, it's going to be easy for me. It's not going to be easy for my friends. And that's why I'm saying goodbye. And even though, psychologically, the saying goodbye helps you. You just don't even think about that and keep that out of your mind. Keep the positive mindset and that helps a lot. And try to meet as many of your friends and as often as possible right before you leave. Until one or two days before you leave, you should have every day filled out with meeting friends, doing something, going to the city, hanging out, watching a movie, whatever. Do something. Show them that you still care about them and that you will care about them once you're back from your exchange because that's what they will keep in mind and it's more likely that they will um, still be very interested in investing in your friendship because it happens too often that people just move far from each other over that year and don't don't continue their friendship but if you keep in their minds as that great guy or gal they had the nice hangout with a week before they left, it's going to be much more likely that they will hang out with you after your return. And to, to help that, of course, take pictures with them and make memories that are pretty unique so that they won't forget you. And pictures, keep in mind, don't overload your, your storage on your phone take the pictures for them just take them with their phones and because say they have the better camera and let them send them to you or something but don't don't overthrow the um, the camera storage of your phone 
And keep in mind, it's still only one year. It's not that long. It appears long, but it's not. It's really not. You're gonna be back before you even <laughs> before you even realize you were gone. So don't make it that that big of a tear ball because that's not necessary. Of course, if you need to cry, cry. Let it all out. Show them that you will seriously miss them too because that's gonna make your friends feel good too apart from you just letting your feelings out. But it's just a year still. Okay, now let's go to packing. So I will not tell you what to pack because that should be a task of your preparation meetings and they were a lot of fun at AFS when I did them, when I was taking part in them. So I don't want to take that away from you and tell you something that they might tell you so it won't be fun for you anymore. Um, I will just tell you a technique that I liked, I didn't do it when I left to the USA, but I did it when I came back. So what you do, I'm, I'm doing it right now. My headphone, my, fat, my headset that I'm using has a long cord. I'm standing in the middle of my room. Do the same thing if you're at home. If not, then imagine doing the same thing. And put your suitcase in front of you. Then look at your door and take your right arm and point to the left to the left frame of your door and then slowly move rotate leftwards and every item you pass with your right arm has to be put in a three stack system until you're one way around and back to your door so then you should have of course that's only for possibility if there are things that can't be moved or stuff then of course don't do it then you have everything in front of you now, the three-stack system. The left stack, that should be the smallest stack, is things that you think will be necessary to have in the first few days for your exchange or for your exchange at all. That can, of course, be um, very emotional things that you have an emotional connection to. And these are totally welcome because most of the time they're pretty small and not too heavy. So they fit easily in a corner of your suitcase or something. So they're always good to have. But really pack the things that you think are necessary. The right, the middle stash should be things that are helpful, that you consider helpful, but they're not really necessary. And to the right, these are things that are unnecessary. Now, if you have the situation that I had where my parents were taking another exchange student while I was gone and I had to clean out all of my room, pack the unnecessary things in boxes right away and put them in your storage area, wherever that is in your house. Because then you have much more of an overview, you can spread things around in your room and it won't look full and chaotic. And That just helps you keeping a clear and eased head while preparing and packing. Then, of course, the second step is to pack all the necessary things. Because the necessary stuff is, well, the necessary stuff and it needs to go with you, so pack it. And then fill up all the space and weight that is left with the helpful stuff. How much you can pack will depend on your airline. I think Lufthansa that I flew with was 23 kilograms. Um, and I don't, I don't know the measures of the suitcase I was allowed to bring but I think there wasn't there weren't even any I think it was just 23 kilograms so try to fill that out and after you're done with that well you're done for the packing part good job that will take you quite a while if you the bigger you are the longer it will take you 
And of course, you can ask your parents or your brother, or sister, friend, whatever, to help you packing if that's a thing you want to do. That can also be a memory that you make with, with your friends. As I said, maybe you have friends that want to help you packing, like a really good friend. So why not do that? Just an idea. Depends on your friends. Okay, now some hints to prepare you for your teen lives and especially in the States if you're an exchange student from anywhere in the world going to the USA. First, get a Facebook and get a Snapchat. They are really, really important. Facebook, because you can add people and most American teens will just, they know, they see you are on their school and they will accept you. They they might not even know you. I mean, that's not a thing you want to do, just add random people. But if there's there's someone at soccer practice or whatever you're doing whatever sport and you had a nice talk with them if you find them on facebook try to add them just to have another way of communication with them other than at the practice where you'd meet them and snapchat is just the messenger use in the usa so there's no way around having it second a very special hint it's from myself and not too many people know it so it's exclusively, I think, on this podcast. Make an Instagram meme page. Yes, you heard me right. Make a meme page. Because they are really hyped in the US. And they're an easy reason to get into contact. You can ask someone to add, to follow your Instagram page, Instagram meme page. And for them, it will just look like advertisement. But once you are friends with them, you can write them via direct in Instagram and have another way of communications. That's helpful. And also, as soon as people find out, ooh, the foreign kid has a meme page, they will adore you and they will praise your meme page. I got so many followers while in the States. Now I'm losing them again, but that's a different story. So if you know what memes are, if you have a little feeling for memes, get yourself a meme page. That's going to help you. And also a little bit to talk with USA kids, get a little knowledge of US rappers and mainstream celebrity news. So like what is up with the Kardashians again, which which two celebrities are having a beef now and what new album is going to drop from which rapper. Just a small knowledge that will help you to be in the conversation and you look so smart as the foreign kid if you can say that I don't know I don't even know what's happening see I didn't do that because I didn't know about it so I couldn't talk with all the kids at first or at least not about these things that they were talking about all the time well a little bit about the Kardashians but not about the rappers but if you have some knowledge of that you will be able to join conversations really fast and they're they're gonna like it really much alrighty well that much to the preparations any questions foreigner at gmail.com I will try to respond to them as fast as possible or if there are a lot of them FAQ you see just ask them and now that we're done with the main part of our program today let's come to the quote our quote today is it always seems impossible until it's done by Nelson Mandela 
And of course, this is not on an exchange program, at least not intended, but I think it applies too. Because at first, you think, oh my god, I cannot do it. I cannot live in a foreign country for one year, all alone, with nobody that I know, speak a foreign language, and do all of that. That's impossible. But then, once you return, you think it's easy, no problem for you. The travel bug will have bitten you, and you will... You will have plans of, I don't know, biking to Australia or something like that, just on your own. It doesn't seem a problem for you because now that you've done it, it's possible. And Nelson Mandela surely didn't intend to encourage future exchange students, but yet still, it kind of works. And for me, it helped when you ha when I had a face of sadness. I can just remember that... All the people that told me I couldn't do it, it was too long, I was gonna quit the program. I can prove them wrong, because it is possible. You can do it. And you can only prove it to yourself that you're able to do it by doing it. Because that's the only way to prove it right, isn't it? I mean, if you have never done it, how do you know it's possible? But I've done it. I can tell you, it is possible. So, and now after this inspirational part... Another source of inspiration for you. A rubric of book or product advice. So today, as the first ever thing I presented to you, I want to give you a thing that is close to my heart. It's a book by Dale Carnegie. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's just a basic psychological guide on how to find friends and how to influence people, how to make people like you, how to make people believe in what you say. And I read it quite a while before my exchange, and I read it actively with writing down notes and making a chart and stuff like that, and it helped me a lot. It helped me to make friends in Germany and as well in USA. Because the things that he say might be they may be a little distant from the exchange but they all apply to all humans in the world. And it's a solid base to make friends and to rely on, on how to interact with people from a foreign culture. You may not know the, the special distinct ways of communications of that culture, but you know how humans work through that book. And you can use those things in conversation with um, people from a foreign culture and they will still like you if you use them. It helped me a lot. So, yeah, the link is in the show notes, of course, with my affiliate link. As I said, please use this way to help me to proceed and make more episodes of my podcast. And read the book. It's really good. Okay, so we are at the end of the episode. If this wasn't enough for you, then subscribe to my channel on all the mediums that you can subscribe on. So SoundCloud, Insta no, Instagram, I think I won't publish my episodes there. But I will up upload information. So yeah, SoundCloud, YouTube, on Instagram, you can get information about the podcasts. So just follow me there. And learn more about the Foreigner podcast. And um, also... I, dro I just dropped the free ebook solving five of the biggest problems for exchange students. So all you need to do to get this free ebook is to sign up for my free mailing list where you will get an email 
once a month, summoning up all the lessons learned from the past month and some information about future episodes. And of course, you can always unsubscribe from the letter if you don't want to receive it anymore. It's all free. It's all for your personal choice. You can subscribe. You can unsubscribe whenever you feel like it. You can subscribe, download the ebook, and unsubscribe. I don't care. Just get the ebook because it helps getting the knowledge out. And that's what I care about. So, yeah, do it. And please don't forget to leave me a positive review to help me grow and reach more people with my education about exchange programs. Get me five stars, get me a thumb up, whatever it takes. Please help me to bring on the program to further the cause. So this was the Foreigner Podcast for now. Andre out. Goodbye.